hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. I do like these glasses. They're not they're not a bad uh not a bad wine glass. No, they're not. And they hold a proper amount of wine, which is to say two full glasses. A, de- a decent amount. So. You're only supposed to fill it up like a you know, a quarter inch, but mm-hmm. that's good. So But I fill it up more. Because <laughs> Yeah. Because why not? Why not? So how's your week going? Um, Good. Good. We are starting to plan uh, family pictures. Yes. Which is something I do every year. Yes. And uh, my family and my kids are always like, oh, it's so early. Why are you planning family pictures? And I'm like, because I cannot get my shit together if we wait. Yeah. So we do it now. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, It's not my favorite day of the year, but it is fine. So well, it is one day though. It is one day, one thing we do, and we can we can get it done. Yeah, I'm always really excited about it. I like picking out everybody's outfits and like the colorway. I'm really good at picking out everyone's outfits. It's true. <laughs> you are. We always look great, and everybody yeah. always comments. You guys look so great in your photo. We're always very coordinated because this goes on our Christmas card, which we ship out to all of our Patreon subscribers. I mean, probably Actually, it's, we I don't mean, have a Patreon, uh, but if we did, I'm sure those people would get our Christmas cards anyway, because they yeah. know us personally in the real life. I think like every, I don't know, I, I won't say it, but <laughs> I think of the people I'm aware of that listen to this podcast, I think they... Right, it's because I know them personally. Yes. And so, they're already on our Christmas card list. Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast and not on our Christmas card list... At me, we can probably sneak you one this you year. You really want a Christmas card? I'll send you a Christmas card just yeah. for listening to this podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for your support. Following us on Twitter. Sure. Yeah, Do that's my things. best bet. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, what else is going on? We got a lot of new board games because you know. I yeah, you did... just got back from um, Gen Con. How was that? It was good. It was, it was good. fun. It was good to be it out. Was masked and smaller. It was much smaller, much more masked. We spent a lot of time. Kind of, I had a pod of four that I was a part of that I spent the whole time with. You know, I didn't really break out of that except for uh, meeting another friend for dinner one night. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, kept to my group, kept to the masks, you know, except when it was just the four of us in a room because, you know, you got to sleep. But, right. Um, but otherwise, it was, it was fine. It was fine. Picked up some new games. Mm-hmm. ordered some new games that were supposed to be here because like people were having all kinds of shipment issues like i mean uh a global like, catastrophe yeah covid and uh a lab- like a severe labor shortage for like underpaid uh schleppers <laughs> schleppers uh, yeah because underpaid schleppers are like nah dude like i'm not going to my death for nine an hour no no thanks like if i can't afford my house at zero dollars an hour and i can't afford my house at nine dollars an hour but but that job will kill me 
I'm going with just I'll just write it down. <laughs> write down the collapse of Western civilization. See where Yeah, I mean, you know. See where all that treats let's, us. let's roll. Let's do let's, roll let's do it. Or maybe I can like a quick you know, a quick customer service job, working mm-hmm. from home, answering my cell phone. Yep. Turns out Turns out you a lot of people can get those jobs, so Yeah. So that's yeah, fine. when people are like, People don't want to work anymore and you're like, No, nah, dude, they don't want to work for you. True. For what they're paying. Yeah. Yeah, get out the checkbook. You haven't given people a raise in 20 years. It's time to catch up. Yeah. It's gonna and hurt. I understand uh, business owners being like, but then I can't uh, afford to raise my, to have my business. And you're like, okay, well, then you need to rethink your business. Yeah. No one, enti- no, you're not entitled to a business. No one, you, you don't, <laughs> you don't have to have a business. You don't have to have a business. Like, you could, you know, just kind of close up and go find a job working for nine an hour if you think that's a fine wage. Yes. Right? Sure. So there we are. But no, but I, I went to Gen Con, which was a bunch of board games and everybody's mm-hmm. having shipping issues. So a lot of stuff was missing. A lot of people stayed home this year. So a lot of it was a lot smaller. Right, right. Both in vendor and in uh, participants. Partici- yeah. So it's good, though. I don't know. We played yeah. a lot of games. I think we totaled up 26 different 26 games. different games that you played that Well, weekend? 26 rounds of about maybe 19 different games. We, there were some repeats. Yes. Some games are short. Yeah. The so group, you're like, ooh, let's play this one again. The group I was with discovered Seven Wonders, which is an old game. A very old game. I mean, not very old. We also played a game from 1989. <laughs> yes. Okay. So it is not 40 years old. But it but... is. Yeah, it was, um, 1989 is 30 years, 32 years, but yes. anyway, yeah, but it was, um, it was fun, you know, they hadn't played it before, but I was like, how have you guys not played this? Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Here, here we go. Mm-hmm. Let's do it real quick. Yeah. Set them up, business. knock them down. Yeah. An old, an oldie, but a goodie. It is. It is really fun. Um, and yeah, the great con, K-A-H-N, like Genghis Khan game mm-hmm. was our big, like 1989 game. That one of the guys I was with found in his basement because his furnace went out and it was like tucked on a shelf next to it. He was like, oh, hey, I've lived in my house for a real long time. I should just like throw this in my <laughs> throw this in the bag in and the bring it with bin. me and uh, see what happens. And so we try to figure it out and we're like, no, this is actually pretty legit. Like the third time through, we actually figured out how it works and uh, it got pretty good. But picked up on Fathomable, which is a brand new game. It's an Arkham universe reskin of the old Battlestar Galactica game and none of those words mean anything to you hardly I mean I uh, am familiar with people who are into Battlestar Galactica Mm -hmm. we don't have a lot in common I watched it all I'm sure we have three children in common do you talk about it constantly no I mean not anymore it was like (laughs) 20 years ago Right, I'm so, like, I've moved on. It was fantastic, for the record. I mean, it, I'm sure it was great. It's everything I hate about science fiction. It is sweeping and epic. And, like, mm-hmm. it is... It has a moral and a thing to say about science and right, humanity. And right, right. It is, it is like, very introspective and navel-grazing about humanity and technology and what it means to be either and not funny no it takes itself entirely too seriously i mean there were some funny episodes it's very drama 
I get you. I get you. <laughs> so I'm like, meh. This is why I watch my science fiction without you. Right. I'm like, you can Except have... for the Orville and Lower Decks. Right. Um, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I want, I like funny campy science fiction, which has fallen out of favor. Um, and... Except in the aforementioned. Right. Right, so I like funny, campy science fiction. In you like general. bite-sized science fiction too, where yes. like you can just kind of drop in, watch an episode, and be like, "Oh, that was cool." Moving yeah, on. I don't like anything. I don't like anything. Period. That I have to commit to like thirty-six episodes to get this joke or this payoff or whatever. I'm like, no, dude, that's like homework. Like, nope. I could do anything else. <laughs> like watch Chicks Creek, which is basically like fourteen episodes for a payoff. Right, but it's enjoyable the whole time. Each oh, okay. episode is, is enjoyable. <laughs> uh, and, like, funny. Levi eyebrows should be... Right? Or like, Levy, sign sorry. Me up, sign me up for the Levy eyebrows. Levy eyebrows should be a national They're treasure. They're just, like, caterpillars. Like, just... They should get second billing on this whole show. <laughs> just eyebrows. There's four of them, and they just steal every scene they're in. Yeah. There you go. So, so, that's how we're going, I think. Yeah. But we watched a movie. We did. Okay, so this was a movie that while Adam was gone, he told all of her kids, do not watch this movie without me. All of them watched this movie without him. <laughs> all of them. My authority wanes the moment I'm out of sight. I just want to so say. like, dad will never know. Bye. And you're like, uh. One, I have access to your Netflix history. So dad, like. Dad can tell. <laughs> I don't think you understand. Nothing happens on the network in here that right. you don't know that I don't know about. Right. He essentially Nothing. has all of our TVs. Like, yeah, he'll get like he can set up an alert. Yeah, <laughs> it's not quite that bad. Actually, it's not. It's not that precise. Like, especially for Netflix and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I actually have to go into the app and pull up histories. But like, I can. Yeah, and right. I will. All, all of our kids could not wait to watch this with you, and they just watched it all on their own separately. All separately, because they all also knew that everyone else was supposed to wait to watch this movie. So they did it secretly? <laughs> so they all did it secretly by themselves. But I was also, like, single parenting, so I was like, whatever, I'm not fighting you about this. If they're quiet, that's fine. Right. Like, because they're, like, sneaking out to watch right, Jumanji 2. Jumanji 2. Jumanji harder. Jumanji 2 Electric Boogaloo? Right. Jumanji 2. This time, it's personal. Jumanji 2... Revelations. Yes. Jumanji 2. The new batch. (laughs) The new game? No. No. Uh, The next level. The next level. The next level is what this is called. Mm -hmm. Jumanji 2. The next level. Yes. Jumanji 1. Not really 1. Yeah. It was called Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. Which, you know. Guns and Roses reference in right. a title. Right. And this one was Jumanji 2, the next, the next level. level. Neither one of these titles, for the record, I feel uh, violate rule number one of whether this is a bad kids movie that we established way back I when don't in even our first remember. episode. Our first episode. Uh, oh, it's a terrible pun. movie if there's a pun in the title. Pun in the title. Yes, pun in the title. And I, I maintain um, Chipmunks Chipwrecked, mm-hmm. uh, Santa Paws. Like, that is a low, like, you're going in with the lowest of expectations. <laughs> Why are puns the lowest form of humor? Uh, they're not, but pun, 
you know, like kids' movies with puns in the title title are the lowest form of okay a movie because I feel like like puns just don't have good uh, marketing. They're like the kale of nineteen eighty four. Yeah, you know, like they could take off. They any could. As a dad, I use a lot of puns. I I appreciate a good pun joke. Mm-hmm. Um, no problem. Dad jokes are pretty much exclusively in the pun domain. I'm here for it. Uh, but I admit they are not highfalutin. Mm-hmm. I also have to admit that they are fine because they're usually, I mean, the ones I tell our kids are usually not. They're usually clean. They're usually clean. Just they're a, simple. It's a play on words. You're like, see, it's Santa Paws instead of Santa Claus. And that's funny because it rhymes. Right? So anyway, but <laughs> all that to say, I appreciate a good pun, but I'm glad there's not one in this title. Uh, this is the sequel. We are doing it in order. Mm-hmm. And this is our third rock movie in a row. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to top this. I mean, we could watch the one where he's a tooth fairy. Or we could watch the one where he's a professional uh, football player and he finds a daughter that he didn't know he had. Have we done Moana? Uh, I don't think we've done Moana. Yeah. Maybe do Moana next. Yeah. Maybe. I don't remember. I'd have to look Or up. what's the one where he plays the gay cowboy? I don't know that one. You don't know that one? No. I think it was a sequel to Get Shorty. Oh. Is that a kid's movie? God, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we have options. We do. We do have a lot. If we want to continue. We continue with, the trend of rock movies. Rock. Are they too young for the Fast and the Furious movies? Uh, I don't think so. I think we're like starting to get into the Fast and the Furious. Uh. Our son, our oldest, just today asked me uh, if I liked the Fast and the Furious movies. And I was like... Actually? Actually, yeah. Like, I cannot tell you anything that happened in any of the movies, but I remember liking them. They just hit my eyeballs and dissolved and, like, <laughs> right. spectacle. They're just gone. They're, it's like movie equivalent of cotton candy. Like, it's enjoyable, and then it's gone, and it was like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. Except maybe diabetes. Have diabetes. <laughs> Thanks, Fast and Furious, for giving me the beatus. So, anyway, so this movie starts and we see like a long tracking shot of a jungle, mm-hmm. like as the credits kind of dissolve and it pulls back, and it's our friend Bethany. Bethany, she's a take- vapid teenager who is taking photos mm-hmm. and sending it to her friends, and like can't wait to see you guys at Christmas. Like, right? Yay. She's like, I'm leaving this to come see you, and I'm so excited. Yeah, which is great. Which is also, mm-hmm. you know, some humble brag, but like, yeah, but it wasn't on the gram. It was like a personal message. Like, yeah. So like, she's had thread, a, she's you know, had like, a little bit of growth, right? But like, still working out some kinks, I think. We're all addicted to our phones. Like, mm-hmm. that's how it goes. And we appreciate you people who are addicted enough to listen to a two-hour <laughs> podcast where we drink and talk about kids' movies. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. Indeed. Anyway, um, but yeah, they're coming back. She sends it to uh, Martha and Fridge, who get it. Mm-hmm. Um, both Bethany and Martha looking a few years older. So there's three years between... I thought it was only one year, but there's three years between the first okay. movie and this movie. That tracks. It's, uh 2016 versus 2019. Mm-hmm. And so Fridge still looks 45. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Uh, and Martha looks like maybe like young 20s. Mm-hmm. But, and Bethany as well. 
Uh, and then we meet up with Spencer, who was coming out of Columbia, I believe. I know some college in New York. Yeah, he's he's highfalutin. I assumed it was Columbia, because that's the college in New York that they like write about. They're not like, and you went to like in the movies, like what some city college or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know all of the New York colleges. <laughs> I know like Columbia. Yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, I think there's some sort of, um, like seminary on the west side oh maybe over towards riverside somewhere i think makes sense yeah i don't know know. i'm pretty unfamiliar with new york yeah but anyway so he's going to he's probably not going to seminary because he's Mm -hmm. um pretty much you know highly jewish in this film that's the that's one of the conceits sure yeah which makes the fact that this is a christmas film weird but they're they're both christmas films yeah it's weird yeah whatever mazel tov right so uh, he is working his shitty minimum wage job at like a corner uh, bodega. Uh, yeah, more. It's like, more like a CVS. Yeah, it's more like a CVS. It's more like a like primarily uh, health, beauty, wellness. Yeah, he's stocking toothbrushes. He's stocking tooth toothbrushes and toothpaste. Yeah. And his boss is an ass. Right. So, and, uh, you know, his phone chimes and he, like, checks it. And his boss is like, are you on your phone? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going home tonight and I'm just kind of checking on some things. And he's like, well, last I checked, it's not tonight. It's today. And you need to finish your shift. <laughs> yeah, real snotty. Real snotty. The kind of person that, like, peaked at middle management. Yes. Yes. Or he's like, I'm going to make this job shitty because my life is shitty. And you're like, that's not really how you get the best out of people. But whatever. Um, so yeah, he cannot stack toothpaste without puffing on his inhaler. Like he is way more anxious, um, and depressed than than he was at the end of the last movie. Uh, there's also, I think even he was at the beginning of the last movie. It's also implied that his inhaler is empty, Mm -hmm. which implies a certain level of poverty or... Like, he can't get it refilled, or he's using it too much. Either one. Like, mm-hmm. it was, I, I thought it was a pretty nice little character. Interesting. Without saying a lot, saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Or it's like a nervous tick where he doesn't need his inhaler, but he's like... Yeah. It's become part of... It's become his comfort coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. So. But he does end up leaving. He's got an old-fashioned suitcase. Like... Okay, so this is 2019. Mm-hmm. Do you even know where to buy a, like, vintage suitcase with no wheels? So, I would say uh, it would either be Goodwill. Yeah, it's not Target. Well, it'd be, or it'd be, like, Nordstrom's or... Yeah, it'd be, like, like a Louis Vuitton. Yeah, <laughs> like, like... Like a 19, you know, like, mm, 70s Gucci bag. Like, and it would be fucking bonkers but it also be because you don't have to carry it yes because you don't have to carry it because you pay help to do that kind of thing mm-hmm. it's like if i'm going to voyage by sea i'm gonna do it in style yeah <laughs> uh that was two movies ago but yes and that was that's um actually quoting joe versus the volcano <laughs> oh that's also true which is a great movie Ooh, we should have him watch that that's my favorite tom hanks meg ryan movie of all time oh yeah, hands down. Easily. Hands down. Easily. It's not sleepless. Yeah, it's Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Mail. 
You should make more movies like Joe vs. the Volcano. I would actually just settle for them showing up in the background as somebody's parents. Mm-hmm. Like in a movie, it's like Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, just like just around. That's those are your parents. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It happens. You know, sometimes your true love from across the country slash rival in business slash boss's daughter who wants to sacrifice you to a volcano. Right. Maker Ryan was like four people in that movie, though. So yeah, she weird. was. She was every uh, every person he was interested in. Yeah, was her. Yeah, which I feel is a precursor to his entire acting career. But <laughs> I mean, I think Meg Ryan retired uh, from acting. Good for but, her. Uh, Tom's still going. Yeah, Tom has played many things. So I do anything for a paycheck. Anyway, so Spencer's got this old school. Uh, suitcase walking to the bus with it and it breaks and he's swearing and he's mad but like pg-13 swearing right and just a but then he gets on the bus and he's headed home and again he's just like so they're in... how do you do- telegraph poor college student right so they're in new hampshire new hampshire yes new ha- i looked it up because i was like where the fuck are they yeah because the last movie, it was Christmas, and I didn't even realize it was Christmas until the end of the movie. <laughs> right. And I was like, where's the snow? This has to be Southern California. I mean, it was probably filmed in Southern California, not going to lie. But... Right. But in this one, they have, they at least sprung for the fake snow. It's amazing how much New Hampshire looks like Southern California. Right. Uh, but they did. Yeah, they did. Um, so he gets home on the bus, and he meets his grandfather and mom, who are home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grandpa is played by the inimitable... Right, right, right. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. In this movie, Danny DeVito plays like a grumpy old man from New Jersey. It's time you've heard that before. That's it. That's all he is. I mean, I feel like he might be a little typecast. Uh, At this point, yes. At this point, yes. Danny DeVito has been... You don't hire Danny DeVito unless you're like... I imagine this character as Danny DeVito. Yeah. You, you're writing a character and you're like, I mean, you should be kind of diminutive, but like overcompensating by being very loud like and brash so, and So rude. much bravado. Yeah. Like in a, in a real nasally accent. Yeah. Yeah. New Jersey accent would be really clutch here. That would be great. And you're like, what is Danny doing right now? Uh, the answer is not much. I mean, he could probably come around. Yeah, maybe. I'm like, he might figure out a way to work you in. Maybe he's directing that Matilda sequel or something. <laughs> he's not. Who knows? Who even knows? But no, he, they brought him in. Uh, and they have a little family moment where uh, Danny's, you know, glad to see his grandson, but also very mad at being out of his apartment. Mm-hmm. And Right. He finally in. got to the point where, like, the mom felt like he couldn't be alone. Yeah. Well, he had a hip in, surgery. He had hip surgery and he's just recovering from hip surgery and then he'll be back on his own. Doing whatever. Which is what they always tell him. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows Maybe. what his plan is. But he's... Uh, but in the meantime, him and grabbing. Spencer are sharing a room. Right. Because Spencer doesn't live there anymore most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the uh, grandpa doesn't live there most of the time. But it's just this... They happen to overlap. For a couple of weeks. For a couple of weeks over... Also- Spring break. This room, this house seems... Or not spring break, winter break. This house seems large. I mean, okay. I feel they like They are there's... old money New Englanders. They have money. Maybe. They have to. They have to. They have to. They would have moved away. Like, yeah. 
but like this house seems like it should be more than a two bedroom mm-hmm. house. it has an upstairs yeah i mean if you if you're gonna have an upstairs at this point you probably got at least three bedrooms maybe she's maybe mom has an office that she works from home and she's very particular right she's like willing. a high-powered lawyer yeah she can't have people in that room but, like, i don't know maybe but then maybe why is spencer is, driving home like on the bus with a bus maybe it is only a two-story uh like a cape cod yeah maybe it is only a two-bedroom mm-hmm. and it's just like oh the living room kitchen is 90 percent of my house and then there's two little bedrooms. Yeah, upstairs. maybe. I mean, we kind of got that deal going in our house, but like, <laughs> we have a uh, what I refer to as a TARDIS house, where you are like, "Oh, that's a cute little house," and then you open it and you're like, "Oh my god, this house is big!" And you're like, "This is ninety percent of the house right here." You're looking at my entire this, house. This is the whole house. Is this one big room? And then we have like little bedrooms, little on the parasitic side. bedrooms <laughs> off to the side. And they're like, "Oh." Okay, that makes sense. And then you see the bedrooms, and you're like, oh, you guys don't spend a lot of time in your room, do you? And you're like, mm, no, nope, just our, really. like, moody teenager. But anyway, um, Grandpa and Spencer locked in the room together. They get to talking, and, um, you know, Grandpa's like, hey, you still got that little girlfriend? And Spencer's like, I don't know. Maybe. No, not really. Yeah, like, we're kind of on a break. He's like, and he's like, whose choice was that? He's like, it's complicated. He's like, so it was yours. <laughs> Like whose fault was that? Maybe like yeah, whose fault was that? He's like, it's complicated. He's like, uh, that's your fault. Yeah, and then Danny DeVito is like, so New York City, on any given subway, at any minute, there's millions of women, and I would marry one out of five of them, no questions asked. <laughs> I'm just saying you got to get out there. Right. Son. He's basically like, you're in your prime. It's the you're never going to get younger or more attractive or have more virility. Like, you, you are now in, or never, buddy. You are what Tom Cruise would call a target-rich environment. <laughs> like, get out there, buddy. Uh, but Spencer's just, like, mortified, you know. He's like, no, I can't, like, no thanks. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I can't, like, talk to people. I don't, I don't even know if I really want to. Like, I have no confidence. I'm ashamed of who I am. I just wish I could be, and then it shows his face, and he goes, Bravestone. Right, so his thought is that when, like, he was like, last year, my life was great. I was a senior in high school, I had a girlfriend, like, everything was, like, finally great. And then I moved to this new place, and I start over. Yeah, college sucks. Yeah, and I don't have any friends, and blah, 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 blah. I should just go back into Jumanji and capture that magic. So this young man mm-hmm. who cannot stack fucking toothpaste yep. without an inhaler yep. thinks it's a good idea to go back into an evil video game mm-hmm. full of, like, poisonous vipers... But he and, was, like, badasses on motorcycles. He was Bravestone. He wasn't Spencer in the video game. He was The Rock. Honestly, if I had the choice between being myself and The Rock, it's a hard call. Okay, but if you had to be The Rock in a very hostile environment <laughs> where you might die. I might die here. <laughs> so that's his gambit. It's just like... Yeah, if, I got nothing to live for if, here. But if Might I could well be die. The Rock, 
Might as well die as a giant Polynesian man. Right, right. Like, with, like, huge pecs. Yeah. Have you seen the size of these things? Yeah. So he uh, he goes downstairs. He has the Jumanji console that they busted up at the end of the last episode. Yeah, or why season did he keep it? show thing. Uh, because, Reasons. yeah, because it was awesome. And because he's just technology hoarder this yeah. is something that you oh, i can relate i can relate you were like oh but this cord is a thing that connects this thing to this other thing like cool do we have those things no they stopped making them in like 2004 yeah 2004 and i'm like so we can throw this cord out right and no, you're like but also, what if <laughs> what if i need to transfer these songs what to if what if i need to transfer songs to my um what if mini i disc find player? yeah what if i find my mini disc player and I'm like, oh, oh shit. Oh, I don't need to find it. I know where it is. I don't, I don't have, I don't know, these Tori Amos songs anywhere else. They don't exist on the internet. They're like a real special for, for thing. The, okay, so. <laughs> I don't know. Not, I don't have any Tori Amos stuff that's hard to get. I do have some Dave Matthews stuff that would be hard to replace. That's mm-hmm. on mini disc right now that I might need to. <laughs> He's like, actually, this reminds me. <laughs> this reminds me. I need to figure out how to do that. I have a project. Anyway, um, so he goes downstairs, jump starts the console, and we kind of cut away from him to the next day at the mm-hmm. restaurant where the rest of the team is getting together. Right, so for Fridge, a brunch. Fridge, who looks forty-seven, mm-hmm. and, and two Bethany teenage girls, and Martha are having brunch. Yeah, uh, I do appreciate the friendship between Bethany and Martha. Mm-hmm. Uh, like someone's there. The other person arrives like, oh my god, hi, hugs, I missed you so much, tell me everything. Yeah, and they're both, like, suitably into it. Like, it's not like one person's super excited, tell me everything, and the other person's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I do appreciate that, uh... mm -hmm. And Fridge is there. They seem to be, like, genuine friends. And Fridge is there, and they seem to be into, like, seem friendly with him as well. He's just not quite as effervescent. Yes. Because, you know, he's 45. So, uh, Bethany went on, like... I don't know if it was through her study abroad or an internship or like a little bout in the Peace Corps, um, but she was in Costa Rica, mm-hmm. um, like building houses or like figuring out a way to make more reasonable uh, like stoves without electricity. Blah blah blah. Like she was. Yeah, she was doing. All kinds she was of doing good a humanitarian shit. effort. She wasn't just in the jungle for the sake of the jungle. Like she was doing. Some kind yeah. of like environmental tourism and or uh like work study program. Right. And um so they're catching up about that. Meanwhile, back at the house, mm-hmm. um Eddie. Eddie. Danny DeVito. Grandpa Eddie. His friend Milo comes over. Milo. Only Milo is not really friendly. Also, Milo is Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Not Donald Glover. That's no. a different movie. No, the old. The old Danny Glover. Danny Glover. And they have had some sort of falling out, mm-hmm. and everybody's kind of pissed at each other. And So, uh, Milo is very clearly there to, like, make amends uh, and pushing. And Eddie's like, fuck you, go away. Yeah. He's like, I thought I'd come in and have a cup of coffee. And he's like, I mean, do what you want. He's like, great. <laughs> He comes in, he's like, I'm going to make some eggs. You want some eggs? And he's like, fuck you. And he's like, cool, I'm making making eggs. eggs. (laughs) How are the eggs? Fuck you again. I thought they were pretty good as well, thanks. (laughs) He's like, you're right. Yeah. I still got it. 
Yeah. And so, so like Eddie didn't kick him out, but Eddie was not happy to see him. Well, it's because his daughter, whose house he's in, invited him in and is like, "Okay, now you guys play nice." Like he's she set up a play date between two friends that don't actually like each other. Right, like she's around. Yeah. Yeah, to make sure that nobody gets hurt and but also given some some space and Right, yeah. like she's in the next room or whatever, upstairs. But um so they've got all kinds of history they need to unpack, but not really mm-hmm. figuring it out. Yeah, so meanwhile, uh the three friends. The three friends at brunch are like has anybody heard from Spencer? And he's like I texted him but he hasn't texted me back and it's yeah. like I haven't heard from him in, in you know like a couple of months, but like we like maybe kind of sort of broke up. So like, yeah, it's got I understand it. him needing a break, but I'm kind of worried about. I'm not him. leaning into that right now. Right, but... right, but I'm also like kind of worried about him. He's like posting a lot of lyrics on the socials. <laughs> everyone's everyone's really worried about him. And like we should go over and like see him. Right, and they're like, maybe yeah, maybe we should just after this go over and see him, touch base, and be like, hey. Which again, good friends. Good friends. That's what good friends do. So um, they do go, and they go over to the house, um, and Spencer's not really there. Yeah, Milo and Eddie are there, and they're yeah. like, hey, have you seen Spencer? He's like, no, I thought he was with you. And it's like, oh, we came over to see him. And they also they're like, Milo, and, and Fridge is like, Milo and Eddie. Like, the we were just at brunch. at We were just at Nora's. At Nora's, which they both are like, mm. So apparently Milo and Eddie were business partners that owned a restaurant in town that's now Nora's. After they like sold it and retired. After they retired. And there's some angst there. That's the cause of the fallout. Right. So they were business partners. Mm-hmm. And then they had a little falling out. So don't be business partners with your friends. And so there we go. And so... They kind of sniff around the house. They're trying to figure out what's going on. Where's Spencer? And they go down in the basement because, of course, that's where he's hanging out, right? Sure. Why not? And they find the busted up console all wired back together with a Jumanji cartridge. And the three friends are like, oh, God, no. Right. Fuck Spencer. Right. And they're like, I'm going to text him. And they text Spencer and his phone goes off and it's like in his in his coat pocket, which is on the, like, futon. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. I think he went in. And they're like, well, if he went in, somebody has to go and get him. And Fridge is like, the fuck we don't? <laughs> like, like, nope. We almost died last time. Like, Yeah, but now we know how to play the game. Like, mm-hmm. we know the rules. We know how the game works. Yeah. We've been through all the levels. We can do it. It's fine. Right, yeah. And Martha and uh, Bethany convince fridge that we have to go in and save Spencer because the game is impossible to win on your own right and so they do they they jump start the cartridge they tap it a bit you see the green foggy effect happen that's suckling mm-hmm. them into the console and as it pans you know pa- follows the green fog into the console it then turns around and pans back and bethany's still standing there right it didn't suck bethany up for some reason also, it sucked it, up Fridge and Martha, it, and then it also sparkled up the stairs. Yeah, there was, you could tell, like, it's going up the stairs behind it. And so when we land, first off, we find Martha, who is in Kara and Gillian's body again. Right, and she's like, cool, I got this. And then the rock lands, mm-hmm. and he's like, what's going on? He's got, like, a really bad New Jersey fake accent. Yes, because it is Grandpa Eddie. Grandpa Eddie is in The Rock's body 
as whatever, Dr. Bravestone. And then Jack Black is now Fridge. Jack Black is now Fridge. And um, Kevin Hart is... Is Milo. And Kevin... So the funny thing is, Jack Black is now doing an impression of... A fridge. A fridge, which he had done Bethany the whole last time. Right. And so that's a completely different character for him to be doing. And yeah. he's throwing himself into it. It's fantastic. Right, right. Uh, the Rock is basically just doing his best Danny DeVito impression. Which is, I feel like this is improv gone, like, terribly awry. Where but, everyone's like, I can do this impression! And you're like, sweet! Kevin let's Hart! figure out can, a way to do that! Kevin Hart, let me see your Danny Glover. And he does a great Danny Glover. Because the... Everything he says is just and slow, slow, and measured, and methodical, and methodical, <laughs> and also a little less than timely. Yes, like would have been useful to know immediately. Forty-five um, seconds. So the two uh, veteran characters, right, which are uh, Karen Gillian and Jack Black, Fridge and Fridge. Martha, right, are trying to explain. To Eddie and Milo, what the fuck is happening? And they don't get it. I mean, honestly, my grandparents don't know how to use Wi-Fi. Right. If they were sucked into a video game, they would be. They would be equally confused. But also, like maybe because technology is so confusing to them, maybe they would be like the most open-minded of like, oh, I guess they have the technology to suck people into video games now. Cool. How do we get out? Oh, you gotta is, beat the game. Science is a wonder. You know? Yeah, like just roll with it. Uh, but like, yeah, they have to explain it like three times and the two of them are just not getting it. Right. If you're a fan of like uh, old people being like, what? While you try to explain technology to them, this movie is for you. Yes. At one point though, they are like, um, you know, Danny or The Rock is like, like dancing his hips around real weird. and like, like, oh, my hips feel spinning. good. It's like, this body feels amazing. Like, I don't ever remember, you know, I haven't felt this good in 20 years. I haven't looked this good in 20 years. And they're like, you never. And Milo's like, you've never. <laughs> Milo's like, newsflash, you've never looked that good. Like, he's like, he's like, I mean, you know, like, you're, you're a totally different color. <laughs> like, all of you is different. <laughs> all of you is different. And yeah. And so he's they. like, it looks good on me though, right? Like, I look good. So they start the adventure, and the first thing is the hippo that eat, ate Bethany comes out. Mm-hmm. But um, Jack Black is able to tackle uh, Milo away from it, Kevin Hart, and be yes. like, okay, we're good. We No one lost a life, so that's good. Right, you got to be really careful. This jungle is uh, is dangerous. If you are near the water, you got to have an eye on the water. you got to, like, be constant trees. vigilance. And, like, while he is giving Lovating. this speech, mm-hmm. it, like giant python snake yep uh leaps out of i don't know where the trees yep and eats his head yeah and he's dead and he explodes into a pop of blood which is kind of disturbing (laughs) and uh milo and eddie are like fuck what the hell (laughs) did he just die did someone eat him i mean yes he died but also he's okay (laughs) just wait a minute and then you hear the the ding and he falls out of the sky and he's like crap (laughs) let that be a lesson to you let that be a lesson um so while they're there a um plane flies overhead and they're like wait 
that's new. Mm-hmm. Snake was new. That's new. Like, let's go see what's going on. And it is Reese Darby. As... Reese Darby. It's like, hello, intrepid adventurers. And he picks them up in the plane and they take off. They're flying. Mm-hmm. And he does the plot dump of what's happened in, in this movie. Right, right. And it's like, Jumanji is in peril again, Dr. Bravestone. Like, fucking during, Jumanji. During the time that you've left, like, you know, shit has hit the fan. You'll, you'll, you can read all about it in the letter. <laughs> and Danny DeVito Bravestone's like, what letter? I never got a letter. I never letter. got a letter. Maybe you didn't put a stamp on it. Like, I would have remembered. And then Darby just, Reese just does the thing. The loop. The loop again. He's like, why do you keep talking about this letter? And the, the experience ones are like, check your pockets. Like, right. You have to have a letter. He's just a non-player character. He's only programmed to say so many things. And until you read the letter, we're going to be stuck here. And then finally, like he's gesturing, he's mad. And uh, Kevin Hart looks at him and goes, check your hand. You've got a letter. How'd this get here? I didn't know that I had a letter. Right. And he starts to read it. And then it goes into the cutscene. What's right. happening? It's a cutscene. Just go with it. It's a cutscene. It's how we figure out what's going on in the video game. Yep. And so we find out about Jurgen the Brutal. Jurgen the Brutal. So after Jumanji was saved, hey. but all of our heroes left, Boo. Uh, Jurgen the Brutal kind of like there was a power vacuum and he moved in. Right. He stole the falcon gem from this... The avian tribe. The avian tribe. So yeah, there was an avian tribe, and they had the falcon gem. And um, it's the fertility gem of Jumanji. And as long as it can, quote, see the sun, unquote, mm-hmm. um, the rivers run, and the, the, pl- crops grow. the crops grow, and everything is great in Jumanji. The mosquitoes get it on. Right. All the all the things. All the things. Can we like, take a little bit back and lose the mosquitoes? I mean- <laughs> I mean, there's not a mosquito gem. Uh, Maybe in there this is. Game. The way those movies go, there's so there's going. so many gems. <laughs> but for reasons, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know why. Jurgen the brutal decides to take the, the gem. gem and he puts it in darkness to take control of to take control Jumanji. of Jumanji because it. I don't know. It's easier to take control. Of a land that's worthless. Uh, you were saying that, like, yeah, maybe... Yeah, maybe he's a real estate developer, and yeah. he's trying to drive down prices he's to buy play... everybody out. He's playing the longest of cons. He's playing the long game, and then whenever, you know, your your ground is useless, you'll sell it real cheap, and then he can, like, bring the gem out and be like, booyah, bitches, got the right. most fertile land in the world. All this land is mine. I own this. Let's put a mini mall on this shit. Yes. Yeah. That's the, that's the only reason that makes sense. Is it? Does it? I think so. I mean, I just made that up while I was, like, bullshitting, so... <laughs> what other reason makes sense, though? Why would you want... If a land... If it's a land you want to take over... Mm-hmm. Why would you want to strip it of all of its resources? Then you don't need the land. Or well, want it's the land. to get rid of the people and the it's, it's wildlife and stuff. It's to drive off the people stuff. and the wildlife. And then what? Then what are you going to do with this barren land? I don't know. He came from, like, the northern, like, cold mountains. Like, this is barren, nasty land is kind of his thing. That's what he wants. Maybe yeah, he so just is, like, jealous. Makes it home. It's like, if I can't have water and green, no one can have water and green. But also in this plot dump, we find out that Jurgen 
Mm-hmm. Killed Bravestone's parents. He killed Bravestone's parents. Ba ba ba. And it goes back, and um, Danny DeVito is like, "What? No, they didn't. My parents. No, he didn't kill my parents. I know about that. And like, no, in the story, right? You're, you're not, Bravestone, right? And Bravestone's parents got were killed. killed, but I'm not. So in the cutscene, Bravestone parents are played by The Rock in a mustache. Yes. <laughs> Love and it. some random lady, I don't know who. Yeah, some extra. Who's like, I gotta be in a scene with The Rock. Sure, whatever. Sure, good for you, lady. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's a real, it's a real like, 1940s mustache. <laughs> no, it's it's great. So, and then Reese is like, listen, now you've, now I've told you what's happening. You must find the oasis, follow the old flame, and then... The desert flame. The desert flame, and then... Find, find the, the fruit, fruit of something, the fruit of Jumanji or something like that. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. And he opens the back of the plane and dumps them bodily out onto right. the desert. No parachutes. Nothing. nothing. Just, just. Bruce is like, bye. And he like has a button that retracts their seatbelts and just like their seats. Just like a car. Turn into a slide. Yeah. And they just fall they just out fall the back. Out. It's, it's a good way to get rid of guests. If ever I saw one. I'm here for it. Can Reese we get was, that at our house? Reese was thinking ahead. He was. He was like, if I pick up these people, they're never going to want to leave. Mm-hmm. So now they're in the desert. There's a bunch of cars. And uh, while they're looking around, trying to figure out what they're supposed to do, and Jack Black's there trying to be the cartographer and figure out maps right. and shit. Right, so Fridge is really upset that mm. he's the Jack Black character. Because he's like, this character fucking sucks. Can't do anything. He's like, you can read the map. And he's like... Oh, yeah, I'm mean, the map guy. I guess I'm the map guy, sure. And uh, he gets out the map and he's like, so we're in the desert. That's really That's fucking helpful. real, real great. So this is called Dunes. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. We gotta Thanks, head north, north to the oasis. Which way is north? It's that way. Um, but while they're doing that, an ostrich walks up. And um, Kevin Hart slash... Danny Glover is like, ah, that is an ostrich. One of 60 flightless species of bird. Right. Yeah. Including like the kiwi. The and penguin. The penguin. I don't remember what emu. other one. Mm-hmm. It is flightless, but it can run at 45 miles an hour. Which is pretty fast. Making it the fastest two-legged animal in the world. Isn't that something? Also, I don't remember knowing anything about ostriches before this game like yeah you're the zoologist you just got you, you just know a lot of shit like huh and uh the rock is trying to like shoo it away and yell at it and like fight it and fight it and he's like oh also another thing when ostriches are threatened they attack and they are brutal and as he says that the ostrich attacks and blows up the rock mm-hmm. just kills him Okay, this is a problem. Like, you have timely information that needs to come out. You should have led with... Right, right. Don't attack. Yeah. They're brutal. So, um, then the rock falls in down. He's like, what was that? What just happened? Like, that that happens when you die. You And then it's the plot dump of we all have... We have three judges. lives. But now you only have two lives. So don't lose them. Yeah, don't fuck it up. And while they are explaining that, a cloud forms on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Of dust. And, right. And uh, Kevin Hart is like, oh, yeah. 
one more thing. Ostriches travel in herds. And this is like how quickly he's saying it. Yeah. It is so, so slow. slow. And they're like, oh, we have to go. Dune buggies. Like, yeah, let's get the dune buggies. Let's figure something out. They figure out how to start. They get in two different dune buggies. They start them up and they take off. Right. They figure out it's the green button. Yeah, that's good. Right. And they're like, it's the green button. They start it. And they're driving around the desert, jo- dodging the herd of... um, Yeah, a giant herd of ostriches. Uh, The... Very the, angry, stampeding ostriches. The veterans of um Jack Black and Karen Gillian are in one. Are in one. And then The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart are in another. Right. As uh, Danny DeVito and uh, yeah, Danny Glover. Uh, Danny Glover. <laughs> uh, and so, actually, the Dannys are doing fine. Mm-hmm. But they're also, like, arguing the whole time. Oh, yeah. They're bickering like old men. It's great. I love it. Um, and But... The uh the other car ends up crashing and like going over a dune too fast, hitting mm-hmm. another car. Like flipping end over end. Yeah. But they're able to get out, they're fine, and so they all end up and but the Dannys come by, pick them up. It's fine. They drive off. They all end up in one car. And um they're driving away from the herd and they end up at the edge of a canyon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like almost falling off the edge of the canyon. Yeah, and like, oh, what do we do here? And Danny the Rock, Danny Vito, looks up. He's like, I got this. We got to jump it. So he drives directly towards the herd, pulls a last minute Yui, and goes off this, like, embankment. Right. It's like a, just like a rock. It's like a Simba rock. Yeah. You know, on the edge. It, it looks, is. It looks a tiny bit like a ramp. And as a video game player, if you see this structure in a video game. You're like, oh, yeah, oh, this, this is that's a, ramp. a ramp. That's a ramp. And so he's gutting it, going forward. He's like. And everybody in the car is like, we're not going to make it. He's like, we're going to make it. We're not going to make it. We're going to make it. They go off the ramp. Oh, we're not going to make it. Car just hits the front bumper against. Just the, cliffs. The cliffs. And ejects everybody up onto the far side of the, the canyon. Mm-hmm. And they land and they're fine. They're fine. The car crashes, but like they all made it. Yay. Very weird. Very weird, but at least Lucky. they're not dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point, they discover their new this strengths is where it and weaknesses. Is, yeah. They press on their chest to figure out what their strengths and weaknesses are. Because they're, again, trying to explain the game to Milo and Eddie. And Milo and Eddie's like, what's going on? And so the, they, um, the cartographer pushes his chest. And he's like, look, see, I... Uh, my skills are, ah, geometry, great, weaknesses, speed. Right, all his normal ones of, like, endurance. cartography, like, whatever, whatever, and geometry. Hey, geometry, like, and geometry's new. like, hey, geometry's new, and he's like, yeah, the fuck, that will be good for anything. You know what else is new? I got weaknesses in heat, sand, and... Right, and strength. And strength. I used to have strength and endurance, but now I have strength and endurance and sand and heat. We're in a fucking desert. Like, right. this is going to be so good for me. Uh, they find out the rock's strength and weaknesses are the same, except he has a weakness for switchblades. Right. He didn't have any weaknesses before. And uh, everyone's like, yeah, that kind of bothered me. Your your character was way too overpowered. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, Jumanji 2, like... 
some character they balance got, They got all those tweets and they listened. Carrie Gillian's character now has the strength of... Um, nunchucks. Nunchucks. Nunchucks is a new skill. New strength. And uh, Kevin Hart's skills include linguistics. Right, but I think they also have new weaknesses, too. I don't know that they did. I, I didn't pick up on that, yeah. but maybe... I so think like, they have new strengths and new weaknesses. So like, all right, well, we got to find the Oasis. Let's head that way. And they take off, headed north. Um, and while they're doing it, uh, there's a discussion um, between Milo and Eddie about Milo, like, quitting. Why did he quit the thing? He's like, I had to. Like, it was a well, time to retire. I was told. And tired. And I couldn't wanted- do it anymore. Yeah, I wanted to enjoy my life before my life was over. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eddie was like, what What do you mean? You didn't enjoy all those years, like, being my partner and working? Like, he's like, I mean, I enjoyed it, but, like, I wanted to travel with my wife. I wanted to, like, enjoy my grandkids. I wanted, I wanted to do some other shit that yeah. wasn't just working. And uh, The Rock is really put out. Right, and Eddie was like... Uh, that was my whole life. Like, you took away everything I loved about being alive. Like, I'm not the kind of guy who retires. I'm the kind of guy who, like, dies in the dish pit. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's just not who I am. Mm-hmm. And you should have talked to me about it. Yep. Meanwhile, we flash back to the real world. Bethany is trying to figure out why the hell she's still in the basement. Yes. And, and she all decides... of her friends are stuck in the game. And she was, like, desperate times. So she goes and knocks on Alex's door. Do we even know where Alex lives at this point? It was at the house. I mean, we're in the same town, so it's... So he, but he goes to the the grandpa's house. Right, she goes to grandpa's house and he's there. Because it's, it's Christmas. the holidays. He's like, I'm sorry to bother you on the holidays, but like, we need to talk. Right. And so a little girl answers the door. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hi, I'm Bethany, what's your name? And Bethany's like, my name is Bethany too. And she's like, oh, that's cool. We have the same name. Funny how that works. <laughs> and Not uh, awkward. She's like, hey, is your dad around, Alex? And he's like, yeah, 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 I'll get him. So time out. Mm-hmm. So you're Bethany's mom. Bethany's Alex's mom. wife. Ale- okay, Alex's wife. Yeah, Alex's wife. Daughter named Bethany. Daughter named Bethany. I don't know how much you've been told about the video game. Yeah, okay, so he, Alex, apparently got to name both of his children. Yeah. After phantom characters in this video game where he was trapped for 20 years. Yeah. I don't care what fucking trauma you have. You don't get to name both children. No, no. You don't. I mean, he may have lucked out in a little bit. He might like, I always like the name Bethany. Oh, that's my grandma's name. Fantastic. We're naming it after your grandma. Right, right. And then just never said anything else about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But he made, in the fr- in the Jumanji movie, he was like, oh, this is my daughter, like, whatever. My daughter's name is Bethany. After and the girl that saved my after life. After the girl that, we, we named her after the girl that saved my life. Like. So I feel there's some story there. Right. Right. But like, I mean, ugh, I know, I know you have a lot of trauma from living in an evil video game for 20 years. And this then, is not the best way to process and that. And then getting transported back into regular life after you won the game. But. You still don't get to name all the children. Going from being Nick Jonas to a Tom Hanks knockoff. Right. Like, or son. Actually. Sorry, Colin. Sorry, Colin. But you're just not, it's not as. It's fine. You're like. You're fine. 
you're you're America's cousin is what it is. You know, it's you're fine. You see at reunions, you're like, oh, cool. How you doing, bro? Oh, look out. He seems great. Seems great. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. But then Bethany shows up at the door and you're like, honey, we need to put our Christmas plans on hold so I can hang out with this 19 year old. With a 19 year old and go into an evil video game and I'm going to disappear. Do you know about the video game and how she saved my life? Because if so, um, you should be suspicious of me hanging out with this 19 year old blonde. If you don't know about it, you should also be very suspicious about me hanging out with the 19 year old blonde. Like, wow. Yeah. I mean, maybe they have an open relationship. Maybe, I guess. I mean, I don't want to say no. Maybe, maybe she's just inherently just a lot more trusting. Or she's really busy with the kids, and she's like... Yeah, she's like, I don't know, whatever. You can go into any video game you want. Just take at least one of our children with you. I mean, I might make that rule. Yeah. Anyway, so we're back in the game. They arrive at the Oasis, and they see um, the um, bar called the Smokestack. Mm-hmm. And they walk in, because where there's smoke... yeah. Is there's fire, so we're looking for a flame. The desert flame, let's see what it is. They walk in. The jukebox is playing I Want to Fall in Love. I Want to Fall in Love. I Want to Fall in Love. Yeah, it's a very interesting choice. Yeah, we're, I mean, of and all I was the songs. like, they Christ- paid for this song. <laughs> all right. So while they walk in, they meet up with an NPC mm-hmm. who is a feisty lady. Right, and she is uh, Dr. Bravestone's ex. Mm-hmm. Right, and she was like, I have to talk to you, but later, when my husband won't see. You know, like... And she walks out. Like, I can't... I'm, I'm like, sad that, like, I never thought I would see you again. And I, I never want to, but also I have, like, valuable information for you. But I can't tell you right now. Like, it's... <laughs> it's very, like, I want you also leave me alone. Also come with me. Also, also with I can't me. tell you to come with me. Right. But come with me. Right, and somebody, I don't remember who, was like, old, fl- like, the flame. She's your old flame. Like It's, it's Martha, the maybe, only person in this oh, movie with any sort of social, like... Sense. Sense Right, at all. she's like, maybe we should follow her. Maybe she's the flame. Oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Right. We should follow her. Right, and uh, Eddie slash The Rock is like, yes, let's mm. follow this sexy lady. Because yes. she's sexy. She seems to be, she right. wants me. Right, very useful. And so as they follow her, they end up walking into a bunch of warriors with yes. with Jorgen, Jogan, yeah, Jorgen. So Jorgen the Brutal has a bunch of warriors. And he's given a monologue about the tragic loss of his hyena wrangler. Yes, the hyena wrangler. And, and apparently he like, I don't know, stood up to him or something. Tried to steal the jewel. Stri- tried to steal the jewel. And so now he's feeding him to his hyenas. Right. So he killed him. He killed him, but now he's a bunch of fucking hyenas. Like, this is so short-sighted. Yeah. Like, does he have a deep bench of hyena wranglers? At the same time... I don't think so. At the same time, I wouldn't want the only guy in the tri-state area who knows how to wrangle hyenas to be on my bad side. Right. Like, seems... Right. I mean, and he's so, in like, a bad spot. I mean, is, like, so I'm going to feed him to his beloved hyenas, and then I'm just going to let the hyenas go? I mean, I honestly would, um, 
how do we say, neutralize said hyenas? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you can't keep the hyenas if he's the only hyena trainer. Right. I feel. But, like, what would make sense is you're, like, developing your people. Yeah. And your head hyena trainer turns on you. And right. Like, That's right, okay. Right. I, I got three whole, more. I have a whole team of Assistant hyena, hyena trainer. And they, they can step, step up. up. Like, the position is now vacant. Yeah, if you had that. It's um, been a vacancy. But also, they have a thief who was caught trying to steal the key mm-hmm. to the chest. And the thief is? Aquafina. And Aquafina is? Spencer. Yeah. So first off, Aquafina, good for you. Oh, like, I love I love Aquafina all the time. She is working. Like she's right. all I love, over the I love damn her place. book of best places to pee in New York City for free. Valuable like, resource. Yeah. Valuable resource for everyone out there. It's it's pretty great. Spoiler: Starbucks. Just you gotta buy coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like her very first rap that she put out called "My Vag." It's so funny. <laughs> I have not heard it. It's great. <laughs> it has not come up in my Spotify suggestions. I don't know why. Yeah, so great. Um, but yeah, I have to look that up. And while they're kind of shaking her down and they find the key, mm-hmm. um, they end up killing her. Right. Well, and she tries to escape and they're like, stop that thief. And the rock grabs her and brings her and like lets him get her. And then they kill her. She explodes into blood. Blood. And they're like, wait a minute like that was a player that was spencer mm-hmm. fuck and so he respawns outside without right. the key right outside outside the the mm-hmm. bar yeah so they all the whole party runs out to like meet up with him is like what the fuck and he's like i don't know i just thought this would be good this was a fun thing to do maybe right i thought i would be bravestone like i just wanted to feel like that again i just wanted to feel like powerful and in control and, like, I could really make a difference. And they're like, so you felt like you needed to join an evil video game to make a difference? And he's mm-hmm. like, I mean, yeah. And you could tell every well, everybody's like, this is a fucking terrible idea. This is a terrible plan. So, but they didn't decide. They're like, all right, well, while we're here, we need to divide and conquer. Um, Brock and Milo... And and Aquafina. Uh, Aquafina, go get camels. Mm-hmm. And oh no, uh, Aquafina. I forget the bank. Aquafina and Milo get and and the rock get camels. Yeah, right. Aquafina and the Milo and rock get camels, and then get transportation. Get, get transportation, transportation out of here. We need camels, is camels. what they say. And then um, Jack Black and Karen Gillian are going to go get. They have to follow the flame. Follow to get the, flame. the fruit of Jumanji. Fruit of Jumanji. So party divides they the uh camel team finds the camels and they're trying to like figure out how they're going to get them and it's discovered that kevin hart's character his linguistic skill means he can talk to animals yeah so So he's like speaks camel like oh can you like talk to them and convince them that they uh want to help us out want to help us out and he's like i mean maybe yeah and uh, meanwhile, Rock is standing guard outside right. and picks a fight with the whole damn town. Picks a fight with the whole damn town. Kills so many non-player characters. 
And uh, even though Aquafina was like, I need you to stay, like, low. Like, low profile. Low, low profile. I don't want anyone to notice you. Mm-hmm. He's like, I mean, I killed a bunch of people, so people notice me. Yep, sorry. Meanwhile, um, our team of Karen Gillian and Jack Karen Black. Karen and Jack Black. Fridge the, and Martha. Follow, a, a, um, follow the flame to this room where there is a bubbling cauldron of, like, purple yeah green flashy water i don't think it's purple but it's definitely yeah like a greeny blue okay and then there's a tree in the middle of it yes and on the tree is the fruit right and so like all right well we can't go in the water so we gotta like bounce around oh follow the flames you can jump from like these like hanging Hanging, braziers yeah hanging lanterns and and swing around which i mean that's traditional like Right. Video game fodder. Right, right. And Jack Black is like, I mean, maybe you can do that. <laughs> like, I can just read the fucking map. And Karen goes like, yeah, that's true. So she does the whole flippy floppy thing and ends up getting the fruit and then tries to jump out of the tree. And she's like, this is really heavy and falls in the water. Mm-hmm. And doesn't die. Right. And Jack Black is like, I'll help you out. And kind of steps one foot in the water and to grabs pull her, her out. Mm-hmm. And then this weird... Poof. Poof happens and they switch bodies. Right. And so Jack Black is like, wait, this body is awesome. And he had tried doing burpees in Jack Black's body earlier. Before right. Because he's like, oh, I just need to build up endurance. I know how to do this. Like some training and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we don't have time for that. You need to lean into your own strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> like, right. This is not time to change. This is not like new year, new you. So as soon as he's in Karen Gillian's body, he's like, I'm going to try burpees. And on the jump up, he like goes completely out of frame. Is gone for like two seconds and lands like, this thing is awesome. I'm, I'm going to try to get some fruit. Yeah. And uh, Martha, who like, is now Jack Black, is like, don't do it. Like, that body is a weapon. You you got to you gotta be like sparing. You, you got to treat it with respect. Right. And he's like, fuck yeah, I'm invincible. And so he goes to get the fruit and actually overshoots and ends up smashing himself into the rock or the far side. Mm-hmm. Oh, before he does all that, they, she is like. You gotta be respect that body. He's like, what are you talking about? This thing's amazing. Plus, you know, boobs. She's like, you keep your hands off those. He's like, literally the first thing I did. Too late. <laughs> and she's like, oh gosh, so gross. But anyway, he he goes, he does the jumpy puzzle and ends up overshooting and coming out. And as he's coming out of the water, in Martha's or Karen Gillian's body. Mm-hmm. Martha and Jack Blatt's body reaches down to help him out. Reaches down to help him out, and they switch again. They switch back to normal, and Bridge is like, fuck. Fuck Martha's like, oh, good. Right, yeah. I was a a not uh, useless character for like a nanosecond. She was like, too bad. So they go to meet um, Rock and Kevin Hart, or Rock and the rest of the team. Right, the Rock, they walk out to the Rock, and there's like half of the village is dead. Yep. And they're like, what did you do? And then the old flame's body, your boyfriend, husband, husband. Whatever, shows up. And his name is? Switchblade. That's his weakness. <gasps> Gasp. And they're like, oh, fuck. We got to go. Mm-hmm. So we gotta run. they get on the camels and hightail out of town while the rest of the crew is coming. And as they regroup, they're kind of out of town. and like, oh, we're fine. We don't have to worry about it. We're, we're far enough yeah, away. Yeah, the rock, the rock is. Like, yeah, we're fine. We need to, we should stay and fight. Like, we shouldn't we shouldn't have run away in the first place. And like, no, we need to, like, get far fucking away. Yeah, get the hell away from here. Like, mm-hmm. and while they're arguing, Switchblade shoots a rocket into the middle of their camp. 
And they all die. They all lose a life and come back. But Switchblade's satisfied and goes back into the town. And they're like, okay, Milo's not in charge anymore. <laughs> like, or yeah, Eddie. Eddie's not in charge anymore. Right. You got you got to stop just yelling and killing people. Like you got to chill the fuck out. Yep. So they get back on the ca- camels and and take off and the camels stop and they're like an alpine environment. Yeah, they went north to where yeah, to there's where there's like, like mountains, mountains and pine trees. Yes. And the camels are like, "Nope, not going any farther." Kevin Hart's translating. Yeah, they say there that uh Jorgen's territory starts just over the hill to the right down the path. Can't miss it. Um and the camels are not coming with us because they don't want to die. Yeah. Okay, great. Good note. All right, everybody. Right. This is as far as they go. So um, they start taking off into that and they find like this giant hole in the ground with all these bridges over it. Yes. It's like a ca- like a cavern almost. And they're like, what? What are we supposed to do here? How do we get across? And Jack Black just looks at it. Oh, it's easy. You go across here. You hang a left at the... At the rhombus. List, and then you go through the parabola and then up through the thing. And they're like, oh, geometry. Yeah, that makes sense now. Okay, got it. Like, And he's like, sweet. I'm not totally useless. Got it. I can help us navigate this thing. And they're like, okay. So, again, what do we do? Like, well, we just got to, you know, get through the puzzle. And so they jump on the first bridge, and as they do so, the drums start. Right, and then the bridge starts to rotate. It's like an M.C. Escher painting. All the bridges start to rotate. Yes. Like, this whole big sea of bridges is moving now. And they're like, oh, oh fuck, this Oh, no. Now it's a platform. And then, a platform game. Then the monkeys show up. Yes. They're actually... Mandrels. Mandrels. Yep. The heaviest of the monkeys. Right. Which are often confused with baboons. But are not. But are not baboons. And yeah, Kevin Hart has a whole, like, very, very, slow, very slow monologue, monologue. about yeah. these. As they're running across these bridges and Jack Blatt's shouting, like, where do they need to go? Jump here, go there, to this one, to the perpendicular right. but one. But not in helpful, but not in helpful things like perpendicular. And you're like, but if you don't know what perpendicular is, it's not helpful. Yeah, if you're not like really paying attention. Like the rhombus. And you're like, I don't remember what the fuck a rhombus is. It's been these a are, long these time. These are rhombus-ish. So yeah. they're trying to like escape. they're kind of all rhombus-ish-ish. And there's like no parabolas. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. But yes, in very in very unhelpful uh, words, he yep. can see the end of the maze. Uh, the party ends up getting kind of split up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aquafina and so yeah, Karen ends up on the wrong bridge, right? And Aquafina like jumps on to save her, right? Because it's Spencer because trying it's Spencer to... trying to save Martha, right? And then they end up in a bad spot. So then Grandpa and the Rock's body jumps down to save them. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking confusing. It's right. cut really weird, and it kind of makes sense. But the uh, Jack Black and um, Milo slash Kevin Hart end up on the far side. Mm-hmm. But there's all kinds of crazy hijinks involving swinging and cutting ropes and and the monkeys attacking monkey attacks and the, the rock punching monkeys in the face and throwing them over the cliff, like. All these crazy right, things right. happen. Cutting the bridge and swinging to safety. But they all end up there eventually. They all end up safe yeah, eventually on the other, on side. The other nobody, side. Nobody dies. Nobody dies. It's a win. But then 
the monkeys keep coming. Yes. Like they got to the other side and the ostrich thing and the ostrich has stopped. They got to the other side and this thing, it doesn't seem to matter. They're being surrounded. They're getting backed up back to back, getting ready for the fight. When? When Nick Jonas on a big black horse yep. comes swooping around and like stamps on all the monkeys, scares them off, something. A bit of both. Like fights right. and... All, all the monkeys run away. Yep, and so, yay, Nick Jonas is here. Nick yay. Jonas is like, Alex, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, Bethany came to get me. And they're like, oh, that's awesome. Where's Bethany? And he gestures to the big black horse. And they're like, oh, so that horse is a player in this game? And they're like, yep. Turns out you can play the horse. Yep, named Cyclone. Pretty cool. Yep, it's pretty cool. And then Bethany just like neighs. But Nick did also bring them warm clothes because the next scene is in the Alpines right. He's moving like, north. Once I saw how far north you guys were going to go, I went shopping and made sure I got you guys gear. And he's like, you go shopping in this game? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I've been here for 20 years. <laughs> like, I, I know how this game works. I, I learned how to shop. Mm-hmm. And so they get back up into kind of a camp situation and they're kind of formulating what's happening. And Milo and Eddie... Well, Milo is like looking off. Kevin Hart is looking off into the distance at these beautiful mountains and like kind of pretty, isn't it? And Eddie, the rock walks up. He's like, yeah, man. I mean, but. But it's also trying to kill us. It's trying to kill us. And he's like, yeah, I know. But feels good to be out again. You know, haven't had a lot since my wife died. And it's just been a little hard. And then Eddie's like, so. You decided to reach out to me? He's like, yeah, it's kind of. He's like, wait, why did you reach out to me? Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, it's been 15 years. You could have done it any time. He's like, yeah, I know. And then The Rock's like, oh. You're sick, aren't you? Yeah. Doc says, I ain't got much time left. I thought I'd make peace with those I could. You were on my list. You're number one on my list. He's like, Fuck. That's what you're going to do. That's the whole point of this. Like, Yep. It's like, so I'm dying. You got to deal with that. You want to be mad at me? You ain't got long to be mad at me. Yeah. So. There you yeah, go. Yeah, and Eddie has kind of like a like a change of heart mm-hmm. about his friend Milo. He was like, look, I had the best time uh, owning a restaurant and being your partner. And I feel like it was done too soon. <laughs> But, like, I understand that... Starting to get it. Yeah, you needed to live a different life. And, like, if you had, we had died there, you wouldn't have gotten to do what you wanted to do. So, I guess that's... You did what was right for you. I can't be mad about that. And you ruin your wife, so... Now that I actually understand that one of us could have died in this restaurant and it wasn't me, like, that still would have sucked. Right. So... Maybe I should have just enjoyed my friend while I had him. Yeah, but Milo must have been the 51% owner... Or the like sixty forty owner to be like I'm selling it without your sign off. I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't know how restaurant ownership works. I assume like most other things, but <laughs> who knows? But Spencer does interrupt him. He's like, "Listen, guys, we got to do some plotting. Uh, we're at the last level." Mm-hmm. Da da da. The last level is the fortress. Um, Before the fortress, yeah, they have a big like come to Jesus moment. Where it's like, you're bad at being the zoologist because you talk too damn slow. That and is And you don't correct. tell us anything we need to know I soonish. I noticed that 
problem. Right. It's like, and you're a terrible bravestone. You're too hot-headed, and you, like, keep yelling and killing everybody. That's like, fine. That's what I'm supposed to do. Right. And uh, Ming Fleetfoot, you're a terrible uh, pickpocket and burglar because you're, like, super nervous and, uh, yeah, you know, like, very risk-averse. Like, you're not... And I hate being the map guy. And I hate being the map guy. It fucking sucks. So they find a pool. Yes, and the pool is glowy, greeny, uh, purple. Yep. So I guess the same uh, glowy, greeny, purple. Glowy, greeny, purple. They saw in the the tree, and they're like, "Oh, that that water is the same." And so they all just march into the water to the dulcet tones of Guns and Roses. Is welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Mm-hmm. And they emerge their quote-unquote proper selves. So right. Alex stays out of the water. He's like, I'm good being me. Yeah, as does Karen Gillian. And, as does Karen Gillian. She's like, I'm good being me. But all the others go in, all together. Yeah, somehow. So it would have made more sense if they went in two by two, where like, I want to be this person. Well, like the, yeah. the fox and the chicken. There, well, there's multiple logic changes. Puzzle. There's multiple changes because Bethany was in the horse, right? And Milo was in um, Kevin Hart, and uh, Fridge was in uh, Jack Black. But yeah. everybody moves down a slot, so now Milo's going to end up in the horse. Bethany's in Jack Black. Uh, Fridge is in um, Kevin Hart. Yes. All right. Meanwhile, Spencer and, and Aquafina, or Spencer and the and Danny DeVito in, um, The Rock, they just switch. Yeah. So there's like two circuits that it, it was a real gamble. All five of them walk in, and all five of them walk out. The proper quote unquote people. Like it would have made more sense if they did it. Like okay, I'm gonna like you and me are gonna walk switch. We're walk. gonna walk in, and then like you and me are gonna switch, and then you and me are gonna switch. Like right. Separate. Like yeah, the whole like chicken fox green uh logic puzzle exactly but no they all walk in and then they all just i kind of wished you would have seen like them fuck up more and they'd be like oh damn it back in the water well <laughs> like, it would have been great to be like have you know like the rock trying to do a danny glover impression for right, a minute right like and give, give kevin them, hart doing danny devito or Ke kevin hart doing bethany <laughs> like <laughs> there could have been some more fun moments there yes which also, might... could have drug out another 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean, this movie's already pretty kind bad. of draggy. Yeah. But they get all sorted out. They get back to camp. They're talking. Uh, the horse is off in the distance, and Aquafina goes to investigate, who is now Danny DeVito. Milo right, so Milo's the horse. Danny DeVito is Aquafina, the burglar. Also, there's a moment where Aquafina looks at Milo, the horse, and goes, you got a huge... And then it cuts. Yeah, so many penis jokes yeah. in the Jumanji movie. Not as many in this movie as the last one. I mean, but like, but like still, it's still there. Still there. Uh, but anyway, so the horse has wandered off. Aquafina goes to track it down, and they get captured by Jurgen's guards. Yes. And taken up to the fortress. And so now the other four have to make a rescue attempt. So it's um, Alex and... Uh, Karen Gillian mm -hmm. are going to go off. Yeah. And The Rock and Kevin Hart and I guess it's five. Yeah. Kevin Hart and um, Jack Black. So they divide and conquer. Mm -hmm. um, Jack Black 
and Kevin Hart are going to go up the center and try to figure out where Jurgen is and try to get the jewel. Um, uh, the Rock and uh, Martha are going to go try to rescue Danny DeVito and Aquafina, and Nick Jonas is going to try to rescue Milo in the horse. Yes. So that's a whole thing. Right. They all they all split up. Um. The whole one of the whole things is the the cover they're using is the Jurgen is expecting the Kravik brothers. Yes. Well, uh, that was what the the old flame uh said it was like yeah. you have to you have to get to them before before he meets with the Kravik bl- brothers and like gives them jewel in whatever some sort of weird thing. And so they are like, yeah, we're the Kravik brothers. And it's, I mean, it's Jack Black and Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. They do not appear related. No, no, no. Uh, but like, they, I mean, we have different mothers, but like, we're yeah. brothers. I guess they rolled a 20 on Persuasion. Like, yes. they get ushered in. And they're like, sounds good. Uh, meanwhile, The Rock and Karen Gillian are going up the side on mountain climbing gear, because that was in the backpack. Right, yeah. They're like, do we have any mountain climbing gear in this backpack? And he's like, fuck yeah, we have everything in this backpack. And Here he you go. A sack that's labeled, like, ice climbing gear. Yeah, he's like... Everything you need. I'm so good at this job. Right, I'm so good at pulling things out of a magical backpack. And so they're climbing up the side to get to the the prison level. Mm -hmm. And they're having a whole discussion about, like, what the fuck happened. In the real life. And it turns out Spencer was kind of, you know, watching her live her life and feeling like she was growing and getting more popular and getting awesomer. And getting more comfortable and he was definitely not and so was having a little bit of anxiety about that and a mismatch was like i needed to let you go and be who you were becoming because i was just going to hold you back and she's like no i was with you like i love you little dork face like it's fine like i was sure i felt like i belonged to a group of people for the first time in my life sure i was enjoying college sure i've turned into someone who's way hotter than you but like <laughs> that that matters like right we can make but it work. like we're we're still we're still cool we're still cool and like when when you feel your most like uh insecure that's that's when you need to lean into your people and not pull away from them he's like i guess but also like i'm really super insecure and neurotic mm-hmm. but they end up in the prison level and beat people up and then end up kissing Right. Because they, they're back together. That's what they do. And as they do, like, you hear Aquafina in the background going, That's my boy! Like, good job. Yeah, Aquafina also just doing her Danny DeVito impression. Which is fantastic. Yeah, Aquafina, I mean, if you're listening, terrible. I love your Danny DeVito impression. It's not terrible. I'm not mad at it. You should do that in more movies? I mean... No, just be just be just your be you. Just, just be, be you. Your You're fantastic. Self. But also, if you do sneak in a Danny DeVito every now and again. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm not, not mad. I'm not mad at it. Meanwhile, Nick Jonas is trying to re- rescue Milo, and he walks into the stable, steps on the wrong... Right, the stable is full of booby traps. Steps on the wrong brick, or rock, mm-hmm. paver, and gets a dart to the neck and dies. Right. He responds outside. He does it again. Yes. So he has 20 years... Of experience. Of experience. It dies uh, twice in and two dies, minutes. Yeah, and dies twice in three minutes. And now he's on his last life. Yep, yep. Very convenient. Very, very convenient. At this I, point, now I have I think, a question about lives. Yeah. When they switched bodies, 
do the lives go with the avatar or do the lives go with the person playing the avatar? I think they go with the player. Interesting. I believe so. But everybody was at one life going into this thing, except for mm-hmm. Nick Jonas, who had two. Right. Who's and the horse, who has... Nick Jonas had three. Had three. Yeah, and I don't know about the horse. Mm-hmm. But, uh, sure. Right. Yeah, so, like, I'm confused about that. I am as well. I don't, I don't know what to tell you about this. Because then Bethany would be Jack Black, who has more lives than he needs. Right. But... Right. Anyway, it doesn't actually get down to the wire for most of the characters. Until the last, like, 15 minutes. Sure. So, Nick Jonas does manage to rescue Milo and, like, pats him on the, like, kind of chest, which brings up his stats. And you can just see the edge of the stat box. And Nick Jonas is like, oh, that's cool. That's that's cool. And you're like, what is that? And you're like, I know what it is. And you make a guess, but no spoilers. Yes. Um, and so then we go back to the, the, the throne room of Jorgen, the mm-hmm. common room or whatever. Where he is welcoming in the brothers. Kravik. Kravik. And he's like, you know, glad to see you. Also, did you bring your sister? Well, I mean, she's, she's back at the hotel, I guess, getting ready. Right, right. Because I'm going to marry your sister to seal this deal and, and the bond of our right, families. Right, to bond our families and blah, blah, blah. It's like, so where's your sister? And she's like, you know, she's at the hotel with like a mani pedi and like yeah, because it's doing, Bethany Black Jack doing Black. bride stuff. And he's like, you will bring her. Did you dare come to me without your sister? And all of a sudden, you hear a voice in the background go, "I'm here. It's me, the sister." And it's Karen Gillian who is right. walking in, and um. They kind of try to bluff their way through the fact that Karen Gillian's supposed to marry Jurgen to get right. a jewel. It doesn't work. People notice them right away. Yeah. Uh, There's a letter shows up and says the Kravics are delayed. Are delayed. Yes. So these are not the real Kravics. And a fight ensues. Right. And uh, Kevin Hart yeah. is like, oh shit, what do I do? And he starts going through his backpack and he pulls out a boom box. And I was like, Perfect. <laughs> There's not been enough dance fighting yet in this like, film. He's like, fuck yes! Boombox. <laughs> and turns on Peter fucking Frampton. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Peter, I love, I love your way. way. Which is apparently the only song that she can dance fight to. It's Good. the only song I can dance fight to, Good so I relate. to know. Yeah. So, uh, I think, like, just before this, I was like, there has been no dance fighting in this movie, and that is mm. not okay with me. And then they... They and did then it. so much dance fighting. Dance fighting with nunchucks. <laughs> it's great. It is great. And there's like some good legit like Karen Gillian spinning nunchucks with her face in the frame doing the nunchuck worse. I mean, she has been an action star for a long time now. Yeah, like, she's, she's doing she, well. She's probably really good at this job. I showed you the trailer for Gunpowder Milkshake. Yeah, which I'm here for. It seems a lot of fun. But they proceed, and then The Rock shows up, and they proceed to royally kick ass yes. through this room of, of NPCs. And Jurgen and The Rock meet up in the middle, and The Rock punches him in the face, and... Nothing happens. He just takes it. Yeah. It's um, also... Time out. Uh, did we talk about who plays yeah. uh, Jurgen the Brutal? Yeah. So, uh, you may know him as the Hound from the Games of Thrones movies. Which shows. I did not watch. You did watch But I any... did recognize him from Hot Fuzz. As Gorp. <laughs> so, there's that. Yeah. He's uh, he's fun. He's a 
Hulk of a man. He really is ginormous. In real life. Um, is he bigger than The Rock in real life? I don't think... Or did they make him stand on a he's, box? He's definitely, like... He is, like, dad bod strong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you he's, see he's him like... He's like a barrel-chested man. Like, he does not have abs. He's not well-defined, but also you could tell... But, like, in the, a throw the down, man is just a wall. Yeah. yeah, like, in a throwdown, he's got... He's not... He's a strength player. Like, he could he could lift a car yeah. if he needed to. Whereas The Rock is like, yeah, he kind of looks like a triangle on a pair of chopsticks. Right. He has, like, 2% body fat. Yeah, like, you can see his abs through his shirt. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> like, again, I don't want to go in a ring with either of these men. No, 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 not at all. In any way, shape, or form. But, yeah, in this, in this one, uh, Jurgen looks taller yeah, he's, than The Rock. Yeah, he does. And so, obviously, this is like the boss, mm-hmm. and he just ends up punching the rock backwards and running like away. Like, into a wall. Yeah, and he runs away, and he runs into his airship. Yes. He has some kind of... Dirigible? Yes. Some but kind with of jet-powered? Some kind of jet-powered blimp that's very, like... Vikingy. So a, it's weird. So I'm not. So I believe this is correct. A blimp has an internal structure, like the Goodyear blimp. It's got like rings of of metal to okay, support sure. the envelope. A dirigible would. Uh, it is basically a big balloon. Mm-hmm. So this one, I think, ends more towards the dirigible line of it, if that matters to. Any fucking person listening. What if it has structure both inside and outside? I'm not sure you would. I don't know. It's a hybrid. Why not? Sure. But anyway, there's a giant gondola hanging from the bottom of it. It's got jet engines for propulsion. Yes. Which I feel is very unnecessary for a thing that is not built for aerodynamics and speed, i.e. an airship. Yes. Yes. But, you know, it's going to slowly float out away (laughs) from people so the rock chases it down and as he chases it down he ends up tying a rope that's hanging off of it to a rock to an actual rock right 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 he find grabs onto the rope loops it around the edge of the dock the air dock i don't know what it's called port harbor bridge bridge i don't know whatever it's called when it's air uh, and I was like, oh. We never really developed that vocabulary because they started exploding and we were it, like, yeah, not a great plan. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean. If yeah, it was yeah. a ship, it would be a dock. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Morning oh. Station. Scene for scene, this is the Jungle Cruise <laughs> where the rock. He, the rock just takes a rope and loops it around this big, like, stone pole and, like, you know. Turns a giant mechanical thing turns a giant mechanical transportation hub with strength yeah but he climbs the rock he climbs the rope to get to the ship mm-hmm. after he turns it after he turns it right as he opens the hatch on the bottom the rock the stone mm-hmm. breaks, breaks loose and flies through the air how much edge was on that rope so much ropes are not that strong they're not. They're not. Or elastic. No. But this rock ends up taking out one of the two jet engines, which means now our airship is just going to do big, lazy circles around the level. Yep, yep. It's just going to loop. 
which I mean, as a video game design, like I was like, no, that would they yeah. would do that. Yeah, like, it's, it's not a bad system. That's how they would do it to keep it from going outside the bounds of whatever level they created. Yes. It's just going to do a loop around this area. So the rock gets up in there and is fighting. Meanwhile, the rest of the team is just kind of assembling on the side, like watching this happen because they can't get there and they're freaking out. But the rock is getting ready to fight Jorgen and they're having a whole weird. They have a whole monologue. Monologue that makes no sense. No, I don't remember any of it. Well, I think also. It's all like, I killed your parents. And he's like, I know, you bastard. But uh, Spencer realizes he has the fruit in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And he runs up and he punches Jorgen in the chest. And one of Jorgen's weaknesses yeah, is Jumanji fruit. Pops up. Yeah, and Jumanji fruit is a weakness. So he just smashes the fruit. In his face? In it, yeah, like all of his body. Like his face and body. And then, you know, beats his monkey ass. Because he's the rock. Mm-hmm. And now he's got an advantage. But at the end, they end up falling through the front like view glass of the thing and they're falling towards the ground towards their death towards their certain death um the rock has no rock does have like one life left at this point okay i think um and so as he's falling down aquafina and jumps on the back of milo the horrors, mm-hmm. and they start running off the end of this dock. And Milo jumps off the end. And this is when you were totally right, because Milo's a flying horse. Yeah, Milo's a Pegasus. Yep. Because why not? Yeah. And so he flies. The rock throws the gem that he had taken off Jorgen mm-hmm. to Aquafina, who carries it up because it's got to see the light. Right. So they got to the go clouds. up, up, up above the clouds. They get it up there. To show it the sun. And as soon as they get up there, nothing happens. Right. And they're like, you got to call out his name. You got to say Jumanji. And so everybody, Jumanji, 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 Jumanji. The and horse names. And then Aquafina's like, who the hell's Jumanji? It counts. It counts. And they all respawn down in a valley with the green poof of energy that makes everything good again. Right. And then Reese. Yeah, Reese shows shows up. up. Adventurers, you have saved Jumanji again. Thank you. Thank you. And then he sticks out his hand for the handshake and they're all like, right. right, Kevin Hart's like, give me the fuck out of here. Bye. Bye. Poof. Gone. And then. Well, no, uh, he sticks around just for a moment because. Milo, Milo says something as the horse. Yes, Milo as the horse decides to stay. Because, again, if you're dying of cancer, yes. as, or I assume cancer, something. Right, right, right. You have the chance to live out the rest of your days as a giant flying horse in a tropical paradise. Right. Which I don't think the horse has died a lot. Like, no. has three lives. Possibly. Yeah, I, sure. Have fun. Do what you do. Right. You're like, I'm a 78-year-old man. I've lived a good life. I just learned how to fly. I just learned how to fly. Let's, like, live here for a little while. Let me have my minute. Also, like, we've established, like, 20 years in the game is how long in real life? Like, I don't know. Like, If you win the game, it just splits you back out to when you got sucked in. No matter what. Have a good time, man. Why wouldn't everybody just stick around and have a good time, run up the score? I mean... Oh, they're on their last lives. Right. It's because you're 
gonna die. This Hyder does not like poisonous you. things and various badasses. Right. So they decide to all go back. Right. Except for Milo. Except for Milo, who's who's there, and and Aquafina slash Devito has it's a like, moment. Oh, I feel like I just I just discovered you as my friend again, and you're leaving already. Yeah, but I, I understand it, but... about it. And so they all reappear back down in the basement, and everybody's kind of happy to be there. But like Spencer walks over and puts his arm around his grandpa and is like, "I'm sorry, man. I get it." Yeah, are you gonna be okay? It's like, yeah, I okay. think so. And um, at the end, kind of the last-ish scene is Spencer and his grandpa playing video games in mm-hmm. their bedroom, and mom shows up. Probably at the end of the day, is like, hey, guys, how, how was your day? And they're like, and Grandpa's just like, Spencer taught me how to play a video game. It's great. And they have a little moment. And at, as mom leaves, Grandpa's like, being old. And he's like, I know it sucks, Grandpa. Nah, you know, I thought it sucked, but there's something for it. Like, right, it's a gift that isn't afforded everyone. Isn't and yeah. so like I'm really grateful. I'm glad I got this time with you. Thanks. I guess next morning they go back to Nora's. I think that night. That night. Maybe um, that night. He was like, so I'm gonna meet my friends at Nora's if you want to come. Like yeah, you know, a meet in person and and kind of debrief mm-hmm. from this trauma that only we understand. Right. And so they take him to Nora's, and it's the first time he's been in there. Mm-hmm. Since he sold the restaurant, restaurant to Nora. To Nora. So, I did not know this, mm-hmm. but Nora is a callback to the very first Jumanji. She is the aunt of the two kids who get sucked into the game. Ah, yeah. And that's she always big, wanted to, like, open a restaurant. Like, that's part of... Good callback. Yeah. That's I deep... had to Google it because I was like, who is this person? Like, it seems like it's introduced to someone we should know. But Yes. Yes. It has that whole, like, I feel like I should know this person vibe. That's fair. That's fair. So, uh, Nora and... Of Nora's Infinite Playlist fame. Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> but Nora kind of corners Myla, or Eddie, and is like, well, hey! Like, Eddie, I haven't seen you since I bought this restaurant. You he's know, like, like, yeah, it's been weird. He's like, yeah. Lots of memories. Had some feelings. And he's like, how, how are things? And she's like, I mean, it's hard. I don't need to tell you. I don't need to tell you it's hard. And that it's really hard to find uh, people who know how to do what mm-hmm. we do. And he, he's like, you know, I'm not doing anything if you need New manager. She's yeah. like, that'd be awesome. She's like, yeah, I would... I would hire you on the spot if you were willing. Also, he throws the this. smolder at her and she's a little besmirched. She's a little taken aback by the smolder. And he's like, huh. Hmm. Also, seeing Danny DeVito throw smolder is... So great. Worth the price of admission. So it was great. But the friends are catching up and everything's good there. Right. M- meanwhile, back of the house. Oh, yeah. That's the next day. Oh, yeah. Well, that's they're there and we go to credits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a little inner credit scene. Yeah, so uh, part of the plot was the heater is broken, and they'll get a guy out as soon as they can. But, you know, it's the holidays, and people are busy. Uh, right. So, Make whatever. the best of it. Where you get an extra blanket. Mm-hmm. It's fine. She mentions it's the heater downstairs. Like, they have two heaters? Two heaters. Maybe that's just uh-huh. where the heater is. It's I guess. Downstairs. downstairs. Anyway, 
But uh, we go back to the house and the mom is showing the repair guy where the basement is. And the he's repair like, guy who is Winston from, from the new, new girl. girl. Yeah. And he's like, hey, what's this over here? I'm a bit of a video game guy, but I don't recognize this system at all. It looks like someone's been working on it. She's like, yeah, I don't know. She's what like, I is. don't know. My son's like an electronics hoarder. And you see, see him about to poke it. And you're like, oh, he's going to get sucked in there with mom. And that's mm-hmm. the that's, that's the setup for be, three. That's going to be three is like Winston and mom yep. in Jumanji. And so as he's about to do that, you see the kids. It goes back to the cafe, Nora's. As the kids are about to walk out, all of a sudden this herd of ostriches run down the main street. Right, run down the main street of this, like, very cute town in New Hampshire. And they all just kind of look at each other, and then it goes to the rest of the credits. Right. So apparently Jumanji 3 is the original Jumanji, where, like, the animals started coming into the real world. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's going to happen in Jumanji 3, would be my bet. Yeah, I think it would be cool if the avatars also came into the real world because like who is dr bravestone when no one is playing him yeah who, what is the essence what is the platonic ideal of a bravestone right right is he just very flat yeah and a non-player character yeah well and i feel like yeah like that would be interesting and karen gillian who is she when no one's looking right right and martha's like i have very complicated feelings towards this body but, like, you're a dum-dum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not attracted to your brain at all. Yeah. So that's like, weird. I'm kind of annoyed by this portrayal of yeah, you. As yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, that might be interesting. I know. There's a lot of... there's. It's one of those things where they throw out the hook at the very end, and you're like, I would watch this. Maybe. I will have to. But we'll see what happens. It'll be yes. fine. So, yes. What did we learn from this movie? What did we learn? Getting old sucks, except it kind of doesn't. Right. Getting old sucks, but also, like, what's the alternative? Right. Um, people like you for you, like, embrace that. Don't be, like, double-guessing why people like you and then cutting them out of your life because you don't think it's the right reason. Just kind of go with it. Right, right. Let them break up with you if they want to break up with you. Like, but that's like, on them. Yeah, but don't assume that they're growing. Right, you don't you. need to save themselves from you. No. That's no. dumb. They make their decisions. Um, play to your strengths. That's always kind of... I think that's kind of the underlying theme. Always. Always play to your strengths. Mm-hmm. Know what your strengths are. Play to them. Right, and staff to your weaknesses. Yeah. Also, there's a moment where um, actual fridge is at Nora's, and someone slides him a piece of cake, and he goes to take a bite. He's like, "No, nah, man, I can't do this. I can't. I can't eat cake anymore. No, can't do it because he blew up that too one much, time. Too much taste. cake explosion. I think once is enough for the cake explosion. Yeah, just the just the one time. If I exploded by eating cake, I bet I would never eat cake again. I mean, I don't love that cake that much, so like, sure. it's not it's not a real cross to bear. If you were like you have a taco explosion allergy. I might roll that dice lots more. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I was like something online. This guy's like, what's the most badass thing you've ever seen? He's like, when I was in seventh grade, this kid I knew had a severe peanut allergy. He just reached over, grabbed a Reese's piece, the Reese's cup, opened it up, yelled, I can't take it anymore. Put it in his mouth, chewed three times and stabbed himself in the thigh with an EpiPen. <laughs> I was like, that was the baddest thing I've ever seen in my life. 
Oh, being good for him. He, I hope he. He came back two days later. He was fine. But now he knows what a Reese's cup now tastes he like. Knows. Now he knows. Uh, but anyway, but like I don't know. Straight. So stick with your strengths and stick with your friends. And being old sucks, but sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, it's better than not being old. I guess that's the because you know ask Milo, who's now a horse. Yeah, but a, a winged horse, winged Pegasus horse with a, in a giant game where he can live forever. Yeah, and maybe he has no weaknesses. Maybe. Who knows. I don't know. Maybe his weakness is like, you know, other horses. Maybe. Who even knows? I don't know. Who knows? So, on that note. Please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.